Welcome to the Fifth Quarter Podcast. My name's Rick Samprin. The Ticats smashed the Eskimos 42-12 on Rob Hitchcock night, and fans on the show are thinking this team is going to go all the way. This is the Fifth Quarter Podcast on AM 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Make the final 42 to 12 for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And for only the third time in franchise history, Hamilton has secured its 12th win of the season. 1989, 1998, and 20. 19. And the only difference between this season and those two seasons is that Hamilton still has three more games to go. 12 and 3 on the year after they absolutely embarrassed Edmonton 42 to 12 tonight. The Eskimos 7 and 8. An announced crowd of 23,411 fans packing into Tim Hortons Field to not only catch one of the most lopsided games of the season, but also give a massive welcome back not only to the 1999 Grey Cup champion Tiger Cats, the 20th anniversary season of that fantastic ball club, but also to witness the great Rob Hitchcock and his name and number 42 going up on the Tiger Cats Wall of Honor at the stadium. Phenomenal night all around. And another massive win for Hamilton. And now the magic number is one. A Ticats win or a Montreal loss. And Hamilton will secure the CFL East Division. And the Alouette, it could happen this weekend. Because the Alouettes are taking on the Stampeders this weekend. Yes, it's in Montreal. And yeah, we know that Calgary's had their issues there. But the Ticats could be division champs before this weekend is over. Before you sit down for dinner, potentially, depending on the time you eat, tomorrow <laughs> the Ticats could be division champs. With three games to go, talk about resting guys. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Those are the numbers to call in to give me your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game. And I'm also going to get your selection to this question, or your answer to this question. Give me your favorite player on the 99 Grey Cup team. And you're probably thinking, oh, just one? Come on! Well, I'll give you mine. And I it, this is tough, because there's so many amazing players that we cheered for for so long. I was on that 99 team. My favorite is Danny McManus. And he'll probably get a lot of votes tonight, too. Being the quarterback, but such a humble guy and such a great performer on the field. And, well, we had a show together for a number of years here on 900 CHML. And I just got to know him really well. And uh, he's he's my pick for my favorite 99 Grey Cup champion, Tiger Cat. So give me yours. Give me your player of the game as well. My player of the game tonight is Richard Leonard. I thought he was great. Yeah, he had the two picks. Yeah, he had the one touchdown. He also had six defensive tackles, very succinct in that defensive secondary. And I know they made that change with Jamal Roll sitting and Delvin Bro back in off the six-game injured list. I thought as the game progressed, Bro looked better and better, and that secondary is one tough nut to crack, as Logan Kilgore and the Eskimos found out today. You can email me your thoughts on today's game and uh, vote for your player of the game and give me your 99 favorite player as well. Rick at 900CHML.com. We're on Twitter as well at AM900CHML at Rick Samprin. And as always, we are broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. Hello to all our friends watching online. If you haven't done so already as well, subscribe to the Fifth Quarter Podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Past episodes on 900CHML.com as well. Two more points I want to make before we get to the phones. I know we have Dave, Nick, and Frank on the line. Hold on, guys. We'll get to you in a matter of seconds. Number one, Dane Evans and the Ticats offense tonight, uh, they were creative, but most importantly, they executed well. There weren't a lot of wasted plays tonight. Dane was 
24 of 32 for 277 yards and two TDs. And Terrell Sutton, I thought, had his best game as a tie cat as well. That stiff arm is something to watch, isn't it? 11 carries for 88 yards for Sutton. But the offense tonight was efficient. There weren't many uh, or as many explosive plays tonight compared to when the Ticats last beat Edmonton 30-27 to back at Commonwealth a couple of weeks ago. But the offense was very efficient. That's the word I'm using tonight. The defense also stout tonight. How many big plays did Edmonton have? Like none? Hamilton's D really clamped down when it needed to, especially in that red zone area when Hamilton was up 8 nothing early in the ballgame, you know, five minutes or so left in the first quarter. The Eskimos are threatening. It looks like they might be able to get into the end zone, but the Ticats D held firm, and uh, Hamilton was off to the races from there on in. Player of the game, your thoughts on today's game and your favorite player from the 99 Grey Cup Championship team. Let's start at the top of the deck, and Dave is called into the fifth quarter. Hey, Dave. I was at the game, loved it. 12 and 3 has a great ring to it. 13 3 is a better ring, but uh, and again, a total team effort. It was a great night. Feet are cold, but it was worth it. Um, yeah, you know what? I, I I was thinking on my way home, who would I pick as player game? It's a tough one. I'll, I'll go with your, your. I just don't know. So I'm gonna, I'll go with your guy. I love that way he picked up that ball at the end of the game. That was uh, near the end. That was a great interception. Uh, fantastic. Uh, it actually happened on basically right in front of me. And. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah, very happy. Um, yeah, the, 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 it's, it's hard. I mean, that Dane Evans boy can he throw a ball sometimes, eh? He had a wonderful throw from the far hash to the near sideline, and Brandon Banks caught it, and it was a great catch as well as he kept his tiptoes inbounds. And, and that was over a couple of Edmonton defenders, and that showed me another example that Dane Evans has finally gotten it here in the Canadian Football League. Yeah, you know, this is amazing. I, I lo- just love the way he threw a couple of darts. He actually stepped up and, and got out of the pocket forward and threw it as he went forward. And it was just a dart. I forget who it was in the middle of the field. I think it was near the ten, around the 10-yard line. Just an amazing. Uh, you know, more like watch this guy. You know, you can't help it. You know, you've got to be impressed. Yeah, with, without a doubt. So, Dave, here here's, here's what might be the toughest question of the night uh, beyond, you know, player of the game. 1999 Ticats Grey Cup champs. Who's your favorite player on that team? It is very tough. I love the whole team, and I love Danny McManus. Uh, I really love, uh, you know, but I'm just going to go quickly. I love Joe Monford. All right. Hey, that's not a bad pick at all. Dave, appreciate the call. Enjoy Thank the weekend. 905-645-3221, star 9900. Rick at 900chml.com is the email address. I-, I guess I should keep track here. Danny Mack with a vote, Joe Monford with a vote. And, again, there's no wrong answers here. No wrong answers as to who your favorite player is from the 99 team and maybe we'll go one further if you want to pick ron lancaster as as just your favorite person on the team or one of the coordinators or front office personnel or, or whoever you want to pick on that 99 team it's not a bad choice logan kilgore by the way at 23 of 32 so very close to Dane's 24 of 32. Kilgore throwing for 300, pardon me, 233 yards, one TD, and here's the big difference: three interceptions tonight from Logan Kilgore. And I'm not going to say that was the difference of the game, but I mean Kilgore had a really good first half. He was 15 of 17 for 163 yards, and he had that interception. But I mean that's efficiency in a nutshell. They just could not get into the end zone, and the Ticats D gets full marks for that. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email your thoughts on tonight's game, rick at 900chml.com. Don't forget to pick your favorite player off the 99 team and your player of the game tonight as well. Tweet coming in from Jeff at Rick Samperin. writes, two things, Rick. When did the Cats last sweep the Asks? And he adds, I know Dane played great, but Julian Hauser had a great game tonight. So I guess he's going to go with Julian Hauser as his player of the game. To answer the first question, the last time the Ticats swept the Eskimos was last year. They did it again. Sweep in 2018, a sweep in 2019, and uh, the Ticats right now own the Edmonton Eskimos. Hauser, by the way, two tackles tonight and a sack. So uh, Hamilton's defense getting it done this evening. Back to the phones we go. Nick is on the line. Hey, Nick, thanks for calling the fifth quarter. 
Hey, how's it going? I'm fantastic. How about you? Doing good. A good win for the boys. I was there at the stadium tonight. Going good. Yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal game tonight. What was what was some of the highlights for you? Uh, I just think, you know what, I was in the stadium when Masoli got injured, and I thought the season was down from there. And just seeing Dane Evans come in and what he's done has just been incredible. So I have a question for you guys right now. What are we going to do? I see us going to the Great Cup. I don't know how that's going to go, but next season, what do you think? Are we going with Dane Evans or Masoli? What's, what, what are we going with next year? <sighs> That's a tough question. Number one, this Ticats team has to determine how healthy uh, and how good Jeremiah Masoli can be on the football field. And that might not be realized until they get him into training camp. And for them to do that, they'll have to sign him to a contract. He's going to get looks elsewhere, whether it's in the CFL or the XFL. So there's going to be other teams wanting to see what he can do. Um, but I, my guess is his heart is still in Hamilton, and if the Cats want him back, he will be here. As for who starts next year, I, I think you got to go with Masoli unless the Ticats go all the way to the Grey Cup and win it. How can you not start Dane Evans in game number one next year if he takes them all the way and wins the Cup? Yeah, it's a really tough decision. But hey, it's a great decision to be, or a great uh, yep. scenario to be in, right? Yeah, for sure. Because everyone was with you. I mean, when, when Masoli went down, I was thinking, uh-oh. I mean, we really don't know what kind of quarterback Dane Evans is. What's going to happen now? And, well, what's happened now is he's played very well. Yeah, for sure. And, Nick, who's your player of the game? Uh, you know what? I think it was the whole team performance. I can't even pick one person because I thought offensively, defensively, special teams, everyone was really good. It was a total team effort. And the toughest question of the night, 1999 Ticats Grey Cup Championship team, who is your favorite person or favorite player on that team oh my god i gotta go back when i was eight years old 19 i was born 1991 so i'd go danny mcmanus or joe monford those two are my two favorite all right not a bad pick nick thanks for the call enjoy the weekend you too 905-645-3221 star 9900 on your cell because we're in a joyful mood tonight that's a vote each vote each for dmac and monford monford still looks great I mean, he could probably still play. By the way, Rob Hitchcock looks absolutely fantastic. He was in on CHML's Bill Kelly show midweek to promo the fact or just talk about his career in the CFL and say, hey, by the way, you know, exciting night coming up this Friday night, uh, name and number going up on the Wall of Honor. Rob Hitchcock looks like he can play safety right now. Uh, he looks absolutely fantastic, and I will almost say that he looks even better than he did when he played. But uh, obviously, he was a monster when he played. But he was svelte, muscular, uh, saying that uh, hockey is <laughs> helping him out. Uh, whatever he's doing, it's working. There's no doubt about that. Tweet coming in from Adam at Rick Samprin says, Richard Leonard for player of the game. What's with the Cats going for two all the time? It worked out well tonight, but is it really necessary? Another vote for Richard Leonard, who, again, six tackles, two interceptions, and a touchdown. I'll say this about the two-point conversion, and I don't mind the Ticats going for two points whenever they want to, really, even in the late stages of the game. And I know you know, they're up uh, 37-12. to 12. Why are they going for a two-point conversion with you know less than six minutes to go? There's going to be a time, and it might be next week. It might be in a couple of weeks' time. It could be in the East Final or, like you know, cross our fingers, in the Grey Cup, that this team is going to need a two-point conversion. They're going to need a big play such as a two-point conversion to tie the game or take the lead or whatever the case is. And as they've been doing it all season, and I, th I think they're like 16 of 19 or something ridiculous like that, 16 of 20 in terms of converting two-point conversions. So as they've done it all season long, they're building a boatload of confidence. So when they need to do it, they will recollect, yeah, I mean, we've done this before. We'll just get it done. Another two-point play, and off to the races we go. And there's going to be those detractors that say, hey, listen, you know, when it's 37-12, to 12, you shouldn't be rubbing it in on the opposition. But I will say this. We all recall many of us were in the stands or listening on our radios when the Ticats were getting beaten up by the other teams at old Iverwin Stadium or at some points at Tim Hortons Field. It hasn't really been uh, that frequent at the new stadium, but it has happened. And I think fans remember that, and I think this team, not necessarily looking at the past to say, hey, remember when you beat us up, well, we're doing it now to you. I just 
they just want to keep the ball rolling. And as an offense, a two-point conversion is obviously not like a touchdown, but you're still trying to get into that end zone. And I think that is, in the long-term play, that is going to do them well. 905-645-3221, star 9900 are the phone numbers to call to uh, give me your thoughts on tonight's 42-12 tie-catch shellacking of the Eskimos. Vote for your player of the game and give me your favorite player, favorite person on the 1999 Grey Cup champion Tiger Cats. You're listening to the fifth quarter. It's powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Hey, welcome back. 42-14 the final. Ticats destroying the Eskimos to improve to 12-3. and First home game since Labor Day. It seems like ages ago that the Ticats played at Tim Hortons Field. Cats will go on the bye. They got Ottawa on their next game Saturday, October the 19th. Then they're at Montreal October 26th and then close out the regular season versus Toronto at Tim Hortons Field. So their last three games, all within the division, and I think it'll be a scenario where the Cats will start to rest some guys as they get ready for a Grey Cup run. 12 wins on the season. Hamilton now 12-3, and three, only the third time in franchise history that Hamilton has reached the 12-win plateau. They had a dozen wins in 1989, 12 wins in 1998, And in both those years, we all know the Cats went to the championship final and lost. They lost by three points in 89. They lost by two points in 98. And hopefully this year, it'll be different. We're broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. Of course, we are live and interactive until 11 tonight. The numbers to call in to talk about tonight's game, to vote for your player of the game, and to give me your favorite player on the 99 championship team, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell, rick at 900chml.com, on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, at am900chml. Send us a note on Facebook as well. Anthony on email says, 42-12 on Hitchcock night? I'll take that any day. Offense was outstanding. It's great to see our team finally establishing a running game again with Sutton. Ever since Erlington got hurt, we've struggled there. Defense was once again top-notch, being able to stop anything going their way. Player of the game goes to Sutton. Couldn't ask for anything more tonight. What a game. What a win. We're 12-3 and and on a roll. Honorable mention to the Hitchcock speech was on point. Hashtag Oski Wee Wee. That email again from Anthony. To Facebook we go and a plethora of messages coming in. David writes, this team is starting to feel it's back to where it was when Masoli was injured. This also felt like Evans' most complete game yet with playing a full 60 minutes. Tyron Sutton is my player of the game. Favorite 99 cat is Darren Flutie. Bill writes a complete win by a team that is poised to win the entire league. Coach Steinauer and Coach Condell, the generals of the game. And Mike says, Flutie was my player too. One more from Facebook before we get back to the phones. Chuck writes, how about those Ticats? Tied franchise record 12 wins with three games left in the season. Wow, I truly believe this is the year. Grey Cup is coming home to Hamilton. Player of the game, Evans. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. We have Ron, we have Jason, and we're going to Frank. Frank, thanks for calling the fifth quarter. Hey, Rick. I am so happy, like everybody else, every other uh, Ticat fan, and uh, I'm just ecstatic. This is unreal. Like, I felt it during the game, watching the game, that, man, what a unit, what a machine. Like, they play together, they're having fun, and it is so cool to watch this. It it was a total team effort tonight. There wasn't one phase of the game that was stronger than the other. The offense, the defense, the special teams all executed at the same level and you get a 30-point spread. Exactly. It, it was like, like, And like you said uh, before, before the break there, this was us getting beat up for many years and many years. I'm like, I've been a, I've been a Ticat fan since 1972 and 
we've had good years and and very bad years and like that was us like getting beat up and that was us hoping we could make the playoffs or beat out the Argos and we couldn't beat out there they would lose and we would lose okay we still got a chance well now we're the top team well there you go and and I, I, I give kudos to the coaching staff and the assembly of this coaching staff that this Hamilton franchise has put together and not not, you know the best to all the players. The players do the work, but you know, these guys keep it together and like they're playing like a machine and I love it. There's no, yeah, there's no doubt about it. The coaching staff deserves credit. The scouting staff for bringing a lot of these guys in. Uh, you know, the trainers, uh, the front office. I mean, this is a total franchise effort in building a championship-caliber team. Now, obviously, you know, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. There's still some important games to play. But the way this team is playing, we can't help but feel a little giddy because it feels good. Yeah, I felt it. I felt it watching the game, and I'm going, man, this is a machine. And uh, I was so impressed, like especially last week in Winnipeg or in Winnipeg, it was like wow, like these guys got it together. They've got it. They know what they're doing, without a doubt. Who's your uh, player of the game tonight? Ah, uh, I have to say uh, Sutton. All right, yeah, another strong game. Eleven carries, eighty-eight yards. Now here's the toughie. Here's the toughie of the night, Frank. Nineteen ninety-nine championship team. You said you've been a fan since seventy-two. Yeah. Give me your favorite player on that ninety-nine team. Can I name two? Sure. I have to go McManus and T- or uh, Flutie. All right, great McManus connection as well. All right. Thanks a lot, Frank. All right, thank you. 905-645-3221, star nine nine hundred on your cell. Yeah, we're asking you to give. Me, your 99 favorite player. Ari on CHML's Facebook page, 8-2 and two against the West, unheard of. And we will end up 9-2 and two against the West with the Grey Cup victory. Complete dominant game. Dane Evans has to now be in consideration for league MVP. What he has done is remarkable. Player of the game, Dane Evans. There's a lot of different players with Player of the Game votes. We have Richard Leonard leading the pack, Julian Hauser, the entire team, Frankie Williams, Dane Evans, and Terrell Sutton, all with votes tonight. Uh, Back to the email we go. This one from Ed. Hi, Rick. Winnipeg, or pardon me, Winnipeg. Winning feels just wonderful. 1999 team player Danny Mack. Tonight, there were so many great players, the whole team. But if you go for pure excitement, then number four, Leonard, is the player of the game for those two interceptions. No, Evans was sacked, but you have to say he showed maturity because he swallowed bad pass patterns rather than throw desperate plays and risk interceptions. Evans was great. The backup Watford was good. Personally, I would like to see Masoli and Evans rotating and driving the other coaches insane, trying to guess the cat starter and battle plan and keep Watford too. Obviously, Ed's looking towards next year with that uh, summation. 12-3, and three, why not 15-3? and three? This is a good team, and all they have to do, uh, decide as a team is, we can do this and we will do it. If this team wants the Grey Cup, it is theirs. All the best. Go Ticats go. That email from Ed. 12 and 3. There's no stopping this team from being 15 and 3. As I mentioned, the schedule. I mean, after tonight's game, they have Ottawa at home, at Montreal, which will probably be a tough game. Although, if the Ticats clinch, it might be a scenario where Hamilton's resting a bunch of guys. And then they ended off at home against the Argos. So. 13 certainly not out of the equation. 14, I think, is realistic. And 15 might just be doable. Tweet from Jim at Rick Samprin. He says, old adage, win the battle in the trenches, win the game. Both O and D lines won their battles, hence we won the war. Player of the game, Hauser, underrated and getting better each week. Mike says, 42 points on the scoreboard and the wall of honor. Player of the game is the entire team. What a squad. Adam says, favorite player for the 99 team is Monford. 
Sarah tweets, good game. Glad to have seen the team meld together so well under Evans at quarterback. Player of the game, Frankie Williams. And 99 team, number 53, Joe Monford. Bev writes, hi, great night in the hammer. Player of the game, Rob Hitchcock and the Great Dane. And Jake writes, it's coming back to the hammer. And he's got a a picture of Rob Hitchcock holding the Grey Cup. Wouldn't that be nice to see? Back to the phones we go. Ron is called into the fifth quarter. Hey, Ron. Hey, Rick. What's going down? Uh, um, oh, <laughs> I'm speechless. You're too excited today, Ron. Uh-huh. Yep, again. And by the way, Rick, I want to thank you very much for choosing me as a uh, caller. The of, fifth quarter fan of the night, yeah. Yeah, last week. Uh, what can I say? Uh, Dane Evans, okay, is my player of the game. Uh, I love his choosing, okay, of receivers and how he plays. Uh, Danny Mack, okay, is my uh, I had the pleasure of meeting him. Uh, does Danny have a brother, or am I thinking of some other quarterback? Uh, he might. Uh, who's a quarterback, you mean? Well, uh, I had the pleasure of one Sunday morning driving up to Tim Hortons on the mountain, and, uh, oh, I cannot for the life of me, remember which quarterback it was, but it was... Uh, so did he look like McManus? Uh, yeah, he did. Uh, uh, it it might have been him, if you're talking about Tim Hortons. Was he holding a few donuts? Uh, no, he was handing out t-shirts. Oh, him I see, okay. His, him and his brother, okay? Uh, like I said, I might be thinking of somebody else. My memory isn't what it used to be. No problem. So, uh... Your your player of the game tonight, Dane Evans. Your favorite ninety nine uh, player, Danny Mac. Uh, your your thoughts on to, on today's game? How do you think they did? Uh, I'll let you and the rest of the fans in on something. Even if they take out uh, a chosen few, okay, and let them rest. Um, I I think we've got the whole enchilada. Uh, I really do. We're going to the Grey Cup. One, uh, there's no team that's going to catch us. Uh, as of the next three games, okay, I feel we've got them in the bag. Um, there's no one uh, on defense, okay, who even comes close. Uh Every other, like our specialty teams, are on the ball. Uh, what can I say? The offense is playing great. The defense is playing great. Special teams playing great. Great coaching. Great fans. Yeah, it, it, uh, like you said, Rick, okay, uh, as a team, uh, we're, uh, I, I would say, 10% uh, to choose, okay, uh, each group of players um from one to ten uh the whole team has got to be rated at a ten i would agree with that ron appreciate the call enjoy the weekend thanks rick uh you guys at chml as well thank you very much great call by ron once again yeah he was our fifth quarter fan of the night we'll anoint our fifth quarter fan of the night before all is said and done at 11 tonight. Another quick break. We have Jason, we have Jeff, we have Tim on the line. We're going to get to you guys when we come back here on the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Fifth quarter here, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin here. We have uh, technical producer Ben Strawn behind the controls. Big thanks to him for stepping in tonight. 12-3, and three, the Ticats record tonight. Edmonton falling to 7-8 and eight after Hamilton beats up on the Eskimos 42-14. to 14. Uh, Hamilton tying their franchise record for wins in a season with 12. They've done it two other times in 98 and 89. Remarkably, Ottawa, the, the Rough Riders, Renegades... Uh, and Red Blacks, the current variation of Ottawa's football team, has only done it once 
in their history. They've won 12 games just one time. I mentioned this in my blog as well at 900CHML.com. You can check it out. The Ticats, well, now they've done it three times. Uh, Toronto's done it five. Saskatchewan, I think, is at seven. Montreal, 10. BC, 12. Winnipeg, 14. Edmonton, 19. And Calgary has done it 23 times. They've won at least 12 games 23 times, including in each of the last seven seasons. Now, who knows if they'll get there this year. They're not, what, 9-4? and four? Uh, They're well on their way, but they're not there yet. And who knows? Maybe that record will fall. 905-645-3221, star 9900 are the phone numbers to call if you want to chime in on tonight's game, vote for your player of the game, and give me your favorite player on the Ticats 99 Championship Club. You can email rick at 900chml.com. Send me a note on Twitter at Rick Samprin at AM900CHML. We're also broadcasting on CHML's Facebook page as well. You can uh, throw me a note with uh, those particulars as well. Jimmy on Twitter says, My thought, Dane getting better every week. He's my player of the game. Oski Wee Wee. Alan writes, Some more home cooking on a cold October night. C-A-T-S, cats, cats, cats. Hashtag fifth quarter. Jared, player of the game, Richard Leonard. Close second, Dane Evans. First game, I believe, without a turnover, fumble, or interception for Evans. Big night for the whole team. Got to be able to be Calgary in the big game. Favorite 99 player is Flutie. And Corey on Twitter writes, Rick, 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 we're seeing a Ticat team we have been waiting to see for 20 years. It's great to be a Ticat fan right now. Player of the game, the whole team. Back to the phones we go. Jason has been waiting patiently. Hey, Jason, how are you? Not bad, Rick. How are you tonight? I am fantastic. I could not be better. If I were any better, there'd be two of me. Oh, there you go. You'd be you'd be the next Gemini man. <laughs> I would be, but, yes. Uh, but my player of the game would be uh, Leonard. Um, my favorite players, well, I have a, three of them of uh, 1999 uh uh, the roster that year would be Danny McManus, Joe Monford, and the coach Ron Lancaster. Um, I'm going to say when you go to the football games for sure or see them on TV, the mascots, my friend. The mascots always make me laugh, even when I was a kid to an adult. Um, you know, the mascots. So you're talking about TC and Stripes and all those guys? TC and Stripes and uh, even Bruiser there, you know. And that's a different sport, but that's okay. It's Hamilton. we got to talk about Pigskin Pete, too. I know he's not Pigskin. a mascot, per se, but he's still a you know team cheerleader. Pigskin Pete, the, 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 the roster of Pigskin Pete's in Ticat history, yes. Um, I'm going to say the Ivor One Hot Dogs. And experience, uh, I must admit, uh, I used to do the uh, concession stand stuff way back when it was a high school no way. job. Oh, yeah, no, seriously. I, uh, a friend of mine uh, helped me get a, uh, a job there back, back in my high school days. And uh, I always remember I cooked the hot dogs and whatnot, poured pops, but I mainly did the hot dogs, and I couldn't wait for lunch break to have a hot dog. They were tasty. And I'm going to say one of my a, a, a behind-the-scenes favorite even then would be my boss at that time because he was he or she or whoever was there was very understanding if I ever needed uh, hours and whatnot back then. And to answer the, uh, the dual quarterback question with uh, Jeremiah Masoli and uh, Dane Evans, you can't go wrong. And I would have to say... Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the the possibilities are endless. Yeah, this team has a great future, not only this year, but in a few years' time. The window is wide open, and let's hope yeah. they, they strike with a championship run. Jason, appreciate the call. Enjoy the oh, rest yeah. of the weekend. And I just wanted to answer that one fan's question about the two points all the time. It's yeah. the extra points, man. They want to get the extra points. Hey, it's, it's funner. It's funner. It's more fun to watch than That's kicking it. an extra point, right? And, and and the fun and, and for the fans and everybody and the players is, is paramount. That's what it's all about. You got it. Thanks a lot, Jason. Th- thank you, uh, Rick. Have a good night, eh? 
You too. Fifth quarter continues here on 900 CHML. Give us a call at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Give me your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game. Give me your favorite player on the 1999 championship team. Still with the phones, Jeff is on the line. Hey, Jeff, how are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Um, Just looking down the stretch, you think it's uh, time to look at sitting some guys, maybe playing half games? I mean... Look at who we got left. We got left Toronto, Montreal, and Ottawa. Yes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think you might want to start sitting some guys down halfway through a game. I mean, you don't want to lose the momentum, but, you know, you don't want to lose a key guy to to one of these meaningless teams, right? I mean, it'd be great to go 15-3, and three, but I'd rather have all our guys in tip-top shape for that basically one game we got one game till we go to the great cup as of today that's what i think without question yeah and obviously they haven't officially clinched but i mean that's uh, yeah. that's only a matter of time yeah absolutely absolutely i think sutton should get player of the game and as far as the 99 well, i don't know why he, i don't know i don't think it's a hard one i think joe montford joe montford all the way all right. Well, you know, hey, some people love the quarterbacks, the receivers, uh, defensive guys. Uh, as I said, there's no wrong answer with this one. Absolutely. Hey, enjoy the weekend. You too, Rick. Great call from Jeff there. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Back to Twitter we go. Joe writes, watching from Florida where it's hot. <laughs> Stick it to us, Joe. It's only seven degrees here. Got to give the hot defense player of the game again. Nice to see Sutton contribute as well a pretty cool tweet from chelsea who writes go cats go i was at the game tonight great atmosphere with the 99 team being there and having rob bring out the cup gave me chills hashtag potg player of the game frankie williams and favorite 99 player darren flutie and then she's got a picture and i'm guessing chelsea this is a picture of you kissing the gray cup at your house or someone's house there is a uh uh, a reflection of her in the Grey Cup as she's smooching with it with a Ticats jersey on. A fantastic photo. Uh, and uh, thanks for sharing that, Chelsea. That's uh, that's an awesome tweet with that photo attached to it. Speaking of awesome, Matthew writes, Awesome win for the Ticats on Hitchcock night. All three units played great tonight. My player of the game goes to Evans because he's getting better each game. And Stephen writes, Player of the game, Leonard and 1999 Hitchcock. So, hey. Some guys voting for Danny Mack, some for Monford, some for Flutie, one for Hitch, and a vote for Ron Lancaster as well. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cellular device. Give me your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game. Give me your favorite player for the 1999 Ticats Championship squad. Tim has called into the fifth quarter. Hey, Tim, how are you? Good. How are you this evening, Rick? I'm amazing. Yeah, excellent. You and me both. I think we're witnessing something really special tonight in Hamilton. I think this team emulates a lot of 99. We've got a great defense. Uh, the offense is really coming uh, into click uh, with Evans coming in the role that he's played. He's been fantastic. Uh, I really think that this is a team and having the 99 team there tonight is uh, foreshadowing hopefully what uh, is going to come this year for the Cats in 2019. That'd be pretty sweet. No doubt about that. Who's your player of the game tonight? Player of the game tonight, I'm going to give it to the defense. Uh, I thought they played uh, with an honorable mention to Evans. I thought the defense really stepped up. We played really well uh, the last couple of weeks on defense, and I really think that that's what uh, has been putting us over the edge. I think uh, one of the important things to note, too, is this team has really dominated the West. Uh, we, we talk about the East. We've only lost two games to the West, uh, one game, one the game against Calgary, uh, uh, less than a minute left on the block field goal, and we lost to Saskatchewan by four. Also, I believe it was under two minutes in the game. So this is a team that can run with anyone in the league, and uh, the West no longer needs to be feared by our Cats. No doubt about it. And who is your favorite 99 player? I'm going to go with Andrew Gregg. Uh, personal story, Andrew Gregg, uh, is a, he's a great guy. He's always really uh, good to one of my friends who uh, is now since passed. Uh, he's a Really great guy. I always uh, grew up. I wear his jersey proudly to the game. Uh, actually, I'm meeting Andrew tonight. He uh, re- he saw me. He said, you, I've been getting pictures of my jersey and you wearing my jersey uh, to the game. So it's a pleasure to meet you. So uh, I'm going to say Andrew Gregg, and he's a hometown boy. Awesome. Say hello to him for me, and I appreciate the call, Tim. Thanks. Have a good night. You too. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. 
And Tim, I think, summarized it well in in mentioning Andrew Grigg. And when we mentioned Danny McManus and Joe Monford and Rob Hitchcock and Ron Lancaster and Darren Flutie and Carl Coulter and all these other guys who were not only just on the 99 championship team, but when you look at the history of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, and you can say this across the CFL, but I think most importantly here in Hamilton, you know, a number of these guys made Hamilton their home, not just during the season, but during the offseason as well. And they connected with the community, and they connected with uh, boys and girls in school, and they made connections when they were out at community functions. And they volunteered with organizations, and they helped raise money for the less fortunate. These players who are part of this organization go above and beyond each and every season, not just when they win Grey Cups, not just when we are heralding their exploits on the field or putting them on a pedestal. They are week in and week out, year in and year out, giving back. And us as fans, and at the end of the day, you know, we're cheering them on, we're lauding their efforts on the field, but we're also loving what they give us off the field, too, and it's a whole heck of a lot. At Rick Samprin, at AM900CHML are the Twitter handles. You can email your thoughts on tonight's epic 42-12 beatdown of the Eskimos. Rick at 900CHML.com is the email address. We're broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page as well. You can chime in there. Or give us a call, star 9900 on your cell, or 905 645 Two one. One more segment to come on the fifth quarter. It's powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin here. It is celebration time in Hamilton. The Tie Cats are one step closer to clinching the CFL's East Division after they bombarded the Eskimos tonight, 42 to 12. Hamilton now 12 and three on the season. Have we ever said that before? 12 and three? I don't think so. They're on the bye week now. They will host Ottawa on Saturday, October the 19th. They visit Montreal on October the 26th and then close out the regular season at home November 2nd against the Argos. And for the first home game since Labor Day, boy, did the Ticats ever put on a show. Only twice before this season have the Ticats won 12 games, 1989, 1998. In both of those seasons, they made it to the Grey Cup but lost in agonizing fashion, 43-40 against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders at then Skydome, and 26-24 at Winnipeg Stadium in 1998 as they lost to Calgary that year. And then, well, we know what happened the year after. The 99 team showed up, and uh, they kicked butt against the Stamps in the rematch. Uh, by the way, mentioned that uh, cool picture that Chelsea had te- or texted, had tweeted uh, to at Rick Samprin. You can check it out. It's her kissing the cup. And yes, it is her. She says, yes, that is me at age nine in 99 with the cup. We won. That's pretty cool. That is a pretty cool memory. And Chelsea, thanks for sharing that here on the fifth quarter. Mike on CHML's Facebook page says, what's with the poor crowds this year? I don't believe that everyone is standing in the concourse like TSN keeps saying. Well, what was the attendance tonight? 23,411 was the announced crowd. Uh, I'll I'll be honest. I wasn't at the game today because I was watching the Bulldogs. Did the Bulldogs postgame show here on CHML as well. It was funny because I had the Bulldogs on. I had the Ticats on watching them both, uh, trying to get uh, everything uh, uh, sorted and not, you know, mixing uh, each uh, each other's post-game shows details. Uh, so I didn't see most of the crowd, although I think they had, it was almost like a blimp shot or, or a, a drone shot high above Tim Hortons Field. And yeah, you can see some big gaps, but it's hard to tell where these fans are. Are they on the concourse? Are they in, you know, the two end zone kind of communal places? Um, I, I will say this, <laughs> come playoff time, the fans are going to be at Tim Hortons Field. And I think that's probably the most important thing. James on CHML's Facebook page says, Love this team. Can't be more proud of them than I am right now. My boys are bringing it home. Bill says, I got to throw a shout out to Coach June Jones, who knew when to step aside and make sure the Hamilton Tiger Cats kept Coach Steinauer. That's a good point, too. Although, June Jones would have been the offensive coordinator on this team if he stuck around. And Tommy Condell, as we know, is the guy. So, really, it's all worked out 
for this Ticats team. Chuck says favorite 99 player is Monford, and Leonard writes, WTG Ticats. I guess way to go. Uh, what a great way to honor number 42 and the 99 Grey Cup chance, uh, champs. And he's got a number of emojis at the bottom of his post on CHML's Facebook page. Got a couple of emails as well. Uh, this one from Alan. Hey, Rick, what a great game. It was an annihilation against Edmonton. We can cut down on the penalties. Oh, I got a note on that. Hold on. Uh, and uh, he goes on to say, we need a Calgary win tomorrow to clinch the Eastern final. Player of the game is Dane Evans. It was a cold game at around the fourth quarter, but it was well worth it. Can't wait for the playoffs. Let me give another vote to Dane Evans. Dane and Richard Leonard now tied for player of the game in terms of votes. Um, Alan was saying we can cut down on penalties. Well, how about this? You may not have realized, but I'd written it down. I want to scroll down to the official statistics to make sure I got it right. Yes, I do. So the Ticats did not commit a lot of penalties tonight. Guess how many they committed? Four. Four penalties tonight for just 50 yards. Two on offense, two on defense, 25 yards each. That is easily the lowest they've been this season. Edmonton, on the other hand, 10 penalties this uh, uh, tonight and 108 yards in penalties. So the Ticats in the penalty department were absolutely outstanding tonight. Not only did they beat up the Eskimos on the scoreboard, but they did so playing the game virtually penalty-free. That's one penalty a quarter. That's phenomenal. Sacks tonight, Ticats... Uh, winning that category as well, they had five QB takedowns to Edmonton's three. And sacks tonight for Ted Laurent, two for Maudlin, one for Hauser, and one for Jagarid Davis. Lermhaw Rolahu was three for three on field goals. And as I mentioned off the top, Dane Evans, 24 of 32, 277 yards, couple of TDs. Terrell Sutton, the leading rusher tonight, 11 carries for 88 yards. Brandon Banks, 8 catches for 81 yards and a TD. Braylon Addison, 5 receptions for 53. Mike Jones had 1 catch for 47 yards. Tucker, 4 for 44. Acklin, 3 for 29 and a TD. Sutton also had 3 catches for another 23 yards. Do have another email coming in from Angelo. Angelo and I always email each other. Angelo is usually first. He'll email me with some thoughts on the game and a predicted score. And uh, his score, I think, was pretty darn close. He had 32-19 for the Ticats. I countered with 40-20 to for the Ticats. So we were kind of in the, in the ballpark. But he writes uh, just now, Hi, Rick. While the level of competition was not evident this evening, where the Eskimos are concerned, we kept rolling along. At this point, it's about staying healthy for the stretch run and keeping the continuity positive progression on a week-to-week basis. Keep it up, boys. Player of the game, Evans. That, my friends, breaks the tie. Cheers, Big Ange from the Creek. And this email from, is it Maweni? My apologies if I messed that one up. Hey, Rick, great game. Great-looking team. you got to love how this team came through on the night they honored the last great Ticat team, the 99 Cats. Just like to mention the forgotten man here, the Ticat owner and the very humble caretaker, Bob Young. Kudos to Mr. Young. Yeah, hey, it starts from the top. We were all blaming Bob. Hey, when this team was not playing well, ah, the owner's got to do something. So there's something wrong with the hierarchy of this team. Bob, come on, do something. I mean, that was the sentiment, wasn't it? And it's the easy target. And there's only so much a guy like a Bob Young or another owner can do. I mean, you hire your staff, you put coaches in place to make those decisions. And I think he's done a good job, more so more recently than when when he first bought the team and a lot of things were changing. But I think that was the evolution of his ownership is you know finding his place putting the proper people in place to make this franchise a winning franchise uh, steven on uh, twitter says that during a commercial break they played a clip from coach o acknowledging coach jones stepping aside hashtag well done well that's great and you know these sorts of things have to happen sometimes guys do have to step aside or take a lesser role or become backups or whatever the case is that's what makes a good team 
Mike on CHML's Facebook page says, Honorable mention to Ron Lancaster for the 99 team. And yes, indeed you do. More than an honorable mention. Fantastic part of that team. Matt writes, come on, man, just say it. Masoli getting hurt was a blessing for the team. Evans has the job going forward. No question asked. Dude is for real. Oh, and give Tiggle some love from that 99 team. He was a beast that season. I don't know if Masoli was a blessing for this team, because who knows? Maybe this team would have been even better with Masoli at quarterback. I mean, they were blowing teams out. They were getting the job done. They beat Saskatchewan in week one, hammer the Argos in week two, embarrass the Alouettes in week three. Yeah, they lose to Montreal in week four, but the Masoliad Ticats beat Calgary 30-23, to and then he gets hurt in the Winnipeg game, 23-15, the Ticats win. Who knows what this team could have been? They may have been even better, and that's kind of scary to say. Linda is the last caller of the night here in the fifth quarter. Hey, Linda, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fantastic. Great. Um, I just had a question about the overhead camera that used to hang uh, over the over the field. They don't seem to be using it anymore. Is, do you know what the reason for that is? You're talking about the cable camera? Yes, yes, the cable camera. I don't know 100%, but they were showing an even higher view from, it was either, a, I don't think it was a blimp. It looked like a drone shot, uh, and it looked pretty cool, but it wasn't as close as the camera that you're talking about. So maybe, I don't know, maybe the, the network is making some tweaks to it. Uh, it'll probably be back for the playoffs, that's for sure. Oh, okay, because we haven't seen it at all this season yet, so we thought maybe it was too expensive or... You know, it just wasn't being used anymore. So we were the fans around us were wondering. Interesting. That would be a TV network thing and not a, and not a Ticats thing, though. Oh, okay, okay. Hey, who's Good your player? Know. Who's your player of the game tonight? Uh, well, it's got to be the Great Dane. So uh, I really love him, and and it's not a blessing when anybody goes down and and is injured. That's not a blessing. It's it's just unfortunate. But we were very lucky to have the Great Dane show up. So uh, Dane Evans, and then. The entire team for the 99 Grey Cup, I can't even pick one. They, they're all fabulous. It's hard to do. Linda, appreciate the call. Thank you. We got to run. Final score, 42-12 to for the Tiger Cats. They're 12-3 on the year. Uh, for technical producer Ben Strawn, my name's Rick Samprin. Our player of the game is Dane Evans. Joe Monford from the 99 team and our fifth quarter fan of the night tonight is Chelsea because of her awesome tweet and pick. Enjoy the rest of the weekend from all of us here on 900 CHML. The fifth quarter after every Ticats game on AM 900 CHML. The fifth quarter podcast is available on Apple podcast, Google podcast, and wherever you get your podcast from. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free. So you never miss an episode and make sure you rate and review. 911.